Welcome back to Dead Car Pod. I'm Jenna, and we're back for week four slash five. It was a double header. Who fucking knows? And to be honest, I'm living for it. Now, I don't know if that's just like me losing the battle on seasonal depression, and I'm just like weak, and my defenses are low, or maybe Joey has now for some reason come out as a liberal leftist cuck. Either way, it might be one of my favorite Bachelor seasons that we've had in a while, and I'm so excited to break down these two episodes this week with another lovely person from the Rosé Noir podcast. Please welcome to the date card pod, Monique! Hi everyone, hi everyone. This is Monique from the Rosé Noir podcast. I am so honored to be here. You had Jasmine on. Jasmine is my girlfriend's favorite uh, member of the Rosé Noir podcast and slowly becoming mine. Um, hey, she was so funny. I loved having her on. She's so funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Ugh. If you're not following her on Instagram, make sure you are. She just posts like really cute stuff. And she does all of our tweets. Mm. But she does all of our tweets. Gina is the wizard mm. behind our social media strategy. I'm sort of the podcast editor producer if you will mm-hmm. and claudia is the magician that floats in and out of the wonderful spaces of interaction and liaisoning so um we all you know stay in our respective lanes we do our thing and it works really nicely no i love it thank you for all of your support and you know us uh coming back and and oh yeah no you guys are always consistently like i'm always i mean it's like it this show tries to beat us down so much and then i'm like i turn on my instagram and i'm like oh they've already posted a bunch of reels they are yeah instagram living all of it tweeting yeah. it like i want to tweet it but like I just like don't have it in me anymore. Um, so yeah, I'm always, I, I love y'all and I'm really glad you're here. I love like, I'm like, this is my new goal. Like I am going to just collect every member and get them on the podcast. And it's like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> you just uh, put us in your pocket and walk around. I love it. Absolutely. And um, I love talking to another gay Bachelor fan, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because. I'm, I'm bisexual, but I'm very, very happy and secure in my amazing relationship with my lovely girlfriend. Gorgeous. I saw you guys, you sent a photo the other week. Gays are just so gorgeous. <laughs> so beautiful. And yeah. I told you, I did try to like, uh, fuck up your relationship. And I said, can you please go on the next season of Queer Ultimatum? And then you said, Jenna. Yeah. So we're not, we're not insane and we would like to stay together. Um, we don't want to introduce toxicity and other, other foolish people into our situation. I think it's, um, I don't know why any of those people did that fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, and, like, who's still together? Only the one, like Sam and Ozzy. That's it. Um, yeah, I guess so. Damn. Yoli Dawn is in a great relationship. Mal is maling around doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiff is. Oh, Tiff is happy and in love, but yeah, not with anyone from the show. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, Mildred, Lord have mercy. Um, they shouldn't have had her on the reunion show um, <laughs> without telling those people that she had got arrested for 
some sort of domestic violence situation. Like, I, I'm sorry, Netflix, what are you doing? That's the thing. And I was just going to say, I was like, you know, what? sometimes we shake our heads so much at what The Bachelor does and all these really fucked Netflix up things. fucking problem. They, yeah, they are just like on a next level of like no respect for their, their contestants and mm. for us, the audience. And, and they just like drop shit live and do the wildest stuff. And it's like, wow, like, I guess we have to be thankful for what we get over here. Right. But the thing about Netflix is like, imagine if they, the world was suddenly oxygen deprived, they would not give those people oxygen masks. You got to come with your own shit, bitch. Like we don't give a fuck. You come in here, get your microphone on, shut your ass up and do what we tell you to do. That's it. It's very wild. And we come back again and again Mm -hmm. to consume the product. We complain. We listen to people. We, We read about the lawsuits. And then we're just, I'm going to be watching Love is Blind with my partner tomorrow. So it is what it is. And it's sad. I, I don't like that. Um, they've become like the Sith Lord, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you play the dun, 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 dun. you got to play like the Darth Vader music. Anytime you turn on the Netflix and, and you got to watch like any of those shows, it's torture. Yeah, it is like Black Mirror, like basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, AI, all of the just using AI for all the wrong reasons. Oh God, says. Well, so, but I did want to, I did want to pick your brain as like somebody who's part of the LGBTQI plus mm-hmm. community, is that we are getting rumors and scuttlebutt mm-hmm. that The Bachelor might now actually give us a queer season of some sort. And I have been talking about this for years, obviously, on the podcast and my, like, my, you know, debate things I would say where people would be like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. And I have, I've, you know, I've talked about it till it's blue in the face, but I want to hear, like, what your opinion is. Like, do you think, you know, I mean, do you want that? Uh, What do you say to, like, the age-old, like, you know, testament that it will be too messy, that the contestants will start falling for each other and not the lead, you know, things like that. Beyond, before you even get there, Mm -hmm. we can't trust ABC, Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers, Disney Mm -hmm. with Black um, contestants Mm -hmm. or with a Black lead. Mm -hmm. We can't trust them to pick an Asian lead. Mm -hmm. We can't trust them to pick a a lead from the Latinx community. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and they're manipulating people left and right, as you can tell from the episode that we're about to cover. Uh, I don't. I think that people in the queer community need to be protected and surrounded with warmth. I don't trust any of them people to do any of that. I'm just being honest with you. No, it's real. (laughs) Like Joey seemed to be groomed to like during charity season or they picked him out. um, And he was primed to be bachelor. Mm -hmm. He can handle the blood sucking producers of this show. I want, I, I just, it, it just sort of, they would have to pick like the first bachelor or bachelorette would have to be someone that is popping in like the social media space. Yeah. Yeah. Like they'd have to pick someone famous to mm-hmm. start off mm-hmm. before, like you can't pick ordinary Joe Schmo that got like, you know, regular job, mm-hmm. you know, eating a cheese sandwich at their desk, you know, for, for like, dinner, lunch, whatever you call it. No, no, it has to be it. Cause, cause at least that person would have, if, if it is a celebrity or some, uh, someone with clout, they would have enough like behind them, like gravitas so that you can't fuck around with them. Yeah. 
Agreed. Because, you know, even as much as we love Joey, very malleable, very susceptible. They, you know, they'll send send him in to be like, go ask Medina. Who was it that said something about her? I We know she didn't get into it at the at the little whatever party, but you got to get the details. And he goes in there against his better judgment. He does not care about the drama, but he's going to float to it. We don't know what they're threatening these people with behind the scenes at this point now. No, so true. Like, truly. And like, and also they wouldn't even necessarily need to do much of a, a verbal threat if they've watched any of the previous seasons. And they saw how like Clayton got skewered. They saw how any of these people, you know, they were like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely going to play your game. And yeah. um, no, I think that's a really good point. I do think that I think I like the idea that they would get a lead that has a public platform, has been through it, knows how to handle criticism, knows how to handle the conversations around being a public queer person um, that we still have to engage in um, as a society. We're not like, obviously, it hasn't been like solved, but um, but I think they can and they should in a way, because I think at some point, like you do have to move the needle forward. And it's much like what we said before with like a fat contestant or a fat lead. Mm-hmm. Like, I do believe that the first season will, will be pretty horrible, but like, is that they a have, reason not to do it? That was you know? bigger. Right. Bob, Guinea. Bob Guinea, right? Yeah. He was a little, yeah, a little bit of, you know, a little mm-hmm. husk to him. Mm-hmm. And he was, I think he was like, Sleeping with the women. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> that's what I heard. I heard he was out there. And the women were into him. Um, but I did also want to say, um, can you trust the fans to watch that? Like this, you know, you, they would have to essentially golden bachelor it up. Like the way and put like a sheen, some sort of sheen on it so that, you know, it's like this wispy gay love story. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? And it has to be someone that is like completely squeaky clean. They can't have any type of shit in their background. They're trying to pull up all types of stuff on Daisy. Lord. <laughs> That's true. That music video. Yeah, no, I I, I do agree. And I, I mean, as, as somebody who was in the trenches with when Demi was on our screen and her bisexual story, it was, it was rough. I mean, for sure. But I'm also like... Let's do it. Like, I don't know. Let's, I want. I'm ready to fight. I'm. <laughs> I'm kind of bored because I. I. I feed off of when the conservative fan base gets all pissy. Case in point, <laughs> the Joey, conservative peers. Yeah, Joey has come out officially as I guess kind of a liberal. Listen, mm. listen, listen, folks. We don't, of course, know his real like. I mean, has the man ever voted before? I would wager probably not. Um, but you know, he did go ahead and boldly do not one but two videos with mm-hmm. the uh white house and the you know and the vice president yeah the vice president you know harris husband. yeah and the press secretary is the newest one that just came out today mm-hmm. and they roast him for getting ruth <laughs> confused with gypsy rose right. and uh it's which funny. one does which one does yes exactly as it was one does and their little baby girl on the internet mm-hmm. and i there was a comment i just scrolled through it and they were like this is suicide for the bachelor yeah and- right <laughs> making, more, making more money than they have ever made hand over fist please <laughs> shut up <laughs> oh my god and in the video he goes you know ruth was amazing and i'm really sorry i got her confused and this is what i really loved he's like you know because obviously she has done so much she had done so much for 
equal rights and women's mm -hmm. rights. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We just got that on Suicide. a quote. I love it. And everyone's like, <laughs> how could you? This, why are you mixing politics in this trash show? Really? Okay. Uh, oh, what show have you been watching? And like, listen, if what, if he was going out there and boldly talking about his conservatism, mm -hmm. those same people would be like, hell yeah, brother. And they'd have like all their American flags and they would just be like living it. They wouldn't be typing, um, I really think you should keep politics out of this. Like, okay. That conversation would not be happening right now. Were they upset when Marlena, is that her name? Yeah. The, Trump, the Trumper? Right. No, they when were loving completely, it. Yeah. No, when she was complete, she got one line sure. in the opening episode, the premiere episode. And then we didn't even see her breathe on camera after that. Summarily <laughs> dismissed. We don't even know if she ever talked to Joey. Probably did talk to Joey. I don't know what happened there. She like vanished, like Thanos snapped his finger. She just disintegrated from the show. Were they mad about that? Were they did they have their pitchforks out? I'm confused. Yeah, I know. It's really stand up for your sister and Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like please be consistent. Please. Hiding your Trump lanyards. Oh my God. It's so true. Like, no, I'm just gonna blur it out real quick, but then I'm also gonna like that was the thing. I was like, and I did see a couple people who were conservative in her comment sections being like, I liked you when you were being bold about it. Like, don't mm. and so I I kind of love those Trumpers because I'm like, yeah, just like call her out for her like cowardy you know like let her yeah so i love that like but it is it is wild and i feel like we are in such a weird space now with it i like i don't quite know what to what to think and i, I like the, these moves are interesting to me that the produce the production the companies are doing it i mean it's i'm not stupid i know they're trying to like get viewership up they're trying to get money and they maybe are like slightly listening to like that that kind of stuff might benefit for you versus mm -hmm. the other way because they have lost so much conservative base mm -hmm. um but i guess i'm happy for it i mean even her being on we talked about it even if we didn't hear her speak we that was you a know, choice they, everyone yeah it was a choice they had her on mm -hmm. like not just a she worked in the white house integrated into mm -hmm. are you drinking that straight that shit mm -hmm. is crazy you better work <laughs> oh shit hard liquor this is what this is what podcasting with me has resorted to i'm just playing <laughs> this is what <laughs> every guest is always shocked all of a sudden i'm just like 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 yeah um, what oh are you what is that that you're drinking is uh evan williams bourbon whiskey love it Kentucky uh room bourbon. temperature straight yeah yeah are you excited for the beyonce takeover of the country <laughs> yeah. music yeah. industry it's gonna i be am so good. i know it's, it's she is forcing their hands because if taylor swift's album beats yeah. her album for album of the year it's going to tell you all you need to know about the Grammy. She's she's going to single-handedly be a wrecking ball throughout the Grammy in infrastructure. I hope so. And that's what she should. And Jay-Z was correct <laughs> this last a couple weeks ago. Did you uh, see that the did you see that um this record this record um this radio come uh whatever radio station uh -huh. um someone requested put in an email request for them to play uh the what's it the texas hold'em song yeah. mm -hmm. and they said we do not play beyonce shortly thereafter they they sent back an email one line yeah. we Don't do not play beyonce on this radio station shortly thereafter guess what they're playing texas hold'em mm -hmm. because the fans went 
crazy. Yeah. This is, it's going to be, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I mean, it's a country song. Play the shit. What the fuck? Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Like, what? It's so, it's really, it's wild. That I'm literally having to read, like, think pieces being like, Beyonce isn't breaking into country music. <laughs> or, you know, like, black people are not doing that. It's, it's like. Black people invented it. Like, what are yeah. we talking about? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Okay. Oh, my God. It's so good. Ugh, I love it. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, let's, I guess, uh, get into this show. <laughs> oh, my God. Lord. Lord, how did you feel overall? Like, I mean, okay, so I, I have been saying, like, I, I haven't really, I am oddly intrigued and riveted by this drama purely kind of, like, as a meta level, too. I'm, like, yeah. because I don't really know what's happening, and I don't I know don't. the answer, so I'm kind of, like, into it because it's, like, not predictable, and I want to give whoever figured that key out a, a hug because it's like thank god a non-predictable early season drama mm -hmm. um so all of the two two night events mm -hmm. are very exhausting mm -hmm. for me yeah because you know you work a full day mm -hmm. i think i was rushing home i was like you know you like try to pack your bag and you're like <laughs> dropping everything you're like Fuck. <laughs> like rushing home um I get home, uh, I start watching episode one and then I'm like, okay, I feel this. I'm all right. And then episode two, I had a long day again and I'm just like, Lord, then I get home, I turn it on. I think I was like a half an hour late. Cause I was like putting samples onto the, onto my instrument. I'm a, I'm a chemist. And, um, I was like, you know what, like you said, they're onto something. Cause I don't know who to believe with this shit. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm being gaslit and I'm going crazy. Yeah. Because yeah. The, 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 the part of me that believes that I'm a good person, mm -hmm. right? I believe this. I've been told this is saying that there is, the chances are slim that everything that Leia is saying about Maria is, exactly as it's flowed out of her mouth yeah because they're not showing her face they show her face saying some things so you're like okay yeah that was mean but then there's other times when they're showing maria but then they're piping in leia saying the most rude and mean things about her and i'm like if she said that stand on business like stand on business as mm -hmm. as ti's son would say stand on business let me know that that person, like that she is this person. Yeah. Because if not, she's going to get killed on the internet. Mm -hmm. So is, you know, anyone that's in opposition to Maria. But also, I don't know if Maria is a good person either. Right. It's hard to Right say. now, I'm team Maria until the wheels fall off. And once the wheels fall off, I'm hopping out the car. However, I'm going to stay into the, I'm going to stay in the car because outside of the car, are you know chainsaws that are <laughs> flying at me with these women calling her a bitch all of the all types of shit so that's where I'm at with it I don't know who to believe yeah only the girls that were there for most of the drama know what to believe but I don't even think that they know what's going on and what's being said no, I feel like there's a lot of like just kind of different alliances being kind of made and randomly and whatever. And like immediately as they're like getting ready for the two on one on the first night, all of a sudden I see Leia talking to Jess and somebody else. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I hope fucking 
uh, Maria doesn't come back. And I was like, wait a second. Like what? Oh my God. So there's like, I didn't, I didn't know that. And then she, then Cindy drops up. Well, she called, she told Leia to shut the fuck up. That And was then when, when Joe, when Joey said, I heard that you told Leia to shut the fuck up. When I tell you that I screamed, oh my God. Joey, you just like literally, just like you said earlier, he's like, yeah, I'll go into it. I'll do it. He was like, so I'm hearing that you told her to shut the fuck up. And I, but when I tell you I screamed, I said, oh my God, I can't believe this shit. I'm like, it's got to hear, it's gotten there. gotten there when y'all didn't show us that she that she said this y'all have all the footage in the world you have million you have like a hundred cameras just pipe the footage in right there just do the drop the way that bravo does it it's not that difficult they like just change like the color grading and like we'll know it's from the past yeah, sepia tone. give me a sepia tone yeah, give, me a, give yeah. me a a black and white whatever and so it's interesting because I'll get into whether I think that was real or not, or like what, whether that happened or not. But what is interesting is I had like plenty of people DMing me being like, it is interesting because if they had footage of that, don't you think they would have been continuing to give Maria this really negative edit? And I was like, I agree. But I think that's why it's so interesting is somebody figured out a way to just kind of edit in a way where now we Just don't the know crumb. yeah the and so crumb. it's like maybe maria did now i'm kind of thinking she didn't necessarily because when she does confront sydney on it sydney doesn't really have anything to say and she just kind of looks at her as like Mm -hmm. And then Maria yeah. does the most iconic thing ever. And is like, you know, we're being filmed the entire time. Like, right. and I just can't, I just, cause she seems smart enough to me mm -hmm. that I can't imagine she would say that knowing that there is footage of her doing mm -hmm. that. Right. Yeah. I've, I've often said things like, like when I'm trying to suspend disbelief that someone is like wretched, I'm like, you would have to be psychotic to do this, this, and this, knowing that there's footage and it can be immediately just put right in your face. Here you are. Then you now you have egg on your face and cake and all types of shit. Like what? What? So I, that's where I'm trying to suspend disbelief. Like I'm like I don't think Maria this dumb. Um, something's going on here. Yeah, but could be. I don't know. But yeah. I'm I'm Team Maria right now. Right. And like maybe there was a version where it's like she did say something to Leia, but it just wasn't quite that. But then, you know, and then you kind of get this, you know, part where Sydney's like, I'm going into this completely game planned. I am going to get her gone. So I'm just like, I kind of think Sydney, I don't, I don't care for Sydney. I don't think she deserves any hate. I don't think any of these women deserve hate, but like, yeah, she, she played a stupid game and won stupid prizes. Mm -hmm. You know, I do, I do love, of course, the joke that like, you know, the one person who was originally accosted by all of this, Medina, is like, I'm good, actually. I'm, like, super okay, and continues to befriend Maria throughout the episode. And it's like, Sydney, you're completely cutting up for for what? And this is what I talked about a lot last week, and, and even maybe the week before, was that it just... It reminded me so much of Brooklyn and everything in Zach's season. Like, Charity didn't need you. Now, stand up for the Black woman in the house if she is getting mm -hmm. unfairly attacked. Absolutely. But, like, Medina didn't need you to go this far. And this is what's happened. And now it's oh. just continued on. With the Brooklyn and Charity thing, the reason why we, the Noirs, we stand it was because the way that Brooklyn could confront the issues is uh, unique and separate from the way that charity could confront the issues. True, good point. There's an aggression mm -hmm. that will be seen 
There's a neck rolling attitude mm-hmm. that you that people invent. We don't even have to roll our necks as black women. Black women, you invent that shit like you saw it. Why are you getting loud? Why are you rolling your neck at me? Why are you using your hands? So if Brooklyn can do it and stand in the in the gap for charity, please have at it. Yes, we love course. to see it. We're, you know, but uh, I think where Medina is in a tough situation is that unfortunate for her, she did not realize that she was in a sorority house that is rushing. Like, like certain contestants are rushing to be in the sorority. Yeah. She didn't know that she was rushing to be in the sorority of Sydney and Leia. And they are like the, like the Supremes and the, the dominant big sisters. And right now she looked like she's like, we call it crew hopping in the mm-hmm. black sororities. Like if you're, let's say you wanted to be an AKA and you it didn't work out. And then the other sorority decides that they're interested in you. Once you stake your claim, you got to stay there. Mm. And that means if you're never going to be an AKA, you can't be anything else. So that's what they're trying to hold her to. Like you were down with us. You were here with us. You can't be over there feeding grapes to fucking Maria. Like, no. (laughs) You can't even laugh at her. You can't smile at her. You can't look in her direction. You can't be happy for her on any any occasion. You can't breathe in her direction. You have to stay underneath our armpits in a headlock. And it's weird. It's weird to me. Okay, so I I wonder if that is maybe a little bit what's going on as far as like maybe Leia and Jess, I mean, I would definitely guess Jess, you know, we're in sororities and cause I feel like that is a really like on the money description mm-hmm. of kind of what's happening. And I was also just so blown away as far as like, at least an entertainment value to see Leia go up to Medina and be so like, like, I find it odd that you're being friendly with Maria because you're supposed to, you know, you were friendly with Sydney yeah. and she was sticking up for you. And it was so interesting the way she worded it because it, she didn't say at first anything like really horrific, but Medina saw right through it and was like, mm-hmm. so am I supposed to just be mean to her? I don't need to be mean to her. And the way that Leia was like, well, I just hold my character morals. I guess my my character morals are a different standard. Was like, <gasps> I was like, that's a different tactic to manipulate the situation. <laughs> and it would it would it works on people for sure all the time because then you're like, oh no, wait, like, am I supposed to do this? Because you're telling me that my standards for how I'm handling the situation are are bad, and it's like, mm-hmm. no, not necessarily. And, you know, I think that was probably my biggest moment where I was like, eesh, to Leia. Now, I agree with you earlier, like, there is probably, I do think there's some Frankenbiting going on. And, you know, she's getting an interesting edit that is unfortunate, um, that I don't think is all the truth. I, I really don't. Like, I'm sure there, like you said, we really, until we know for sure, which we might never know, you know, we don't really know all of it. But that moment was hard to watch. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. It's just uh, something strange is going on here um, with these, because none of these women really have a shot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, any of the women that are focused more on their friendships and the drama in the house, like you don't see Lexi in this shit. Mm-hmm. You don't see Rachel mm-hmm. in the midst of this trying to battle it out. Mm-hmm. It is the women that have no shot with Joey that mm-hmm. keep getting roses for whatever reason, that are embroiled in 
combat. <laughs> like, you, like even the dates, like the group dates, there's a drama, there's a drama group of women and some women that are going to, that need to be there to witness it, to provide color commentary to it. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got Edwina and, you know, I think, uh, what was her name? It doesn't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. But like you have that segment and then you, and then you have Jess, Jess had pulled herself out of the drama. Yeah. Now she's right back in it. Mm-hmm. On some hypocrite shit, because I remember night one when your ass interrupted someone after you had already gotten time. Now someone interrupts where they probably sent Maria in to interrupt someone that was nice. Yeah. They didn't send her to interrupt somebody that's cantankerous. And Mm -hmm. and they sent her in that, uh, I think it was, who was it? Kelsey? Yeah, I think so. He was like, yeah, I just got interrupted. It was fine. No big deal. And then the people who are going to blow a gasket about it anyway, automatically offended. Automatically offended. Yeah. And then you have like the moment where people are kind of bringing up that Leia was crying so much over her her card gift that she got. And Mm. people were like, that was dramatic. And then now she's like, oh, that's just so dramatic of Maria to be crying. Mm. And it's like, okay, again, like kind of hypocritical, like... You know, um, and I I do think the moment where she's like, oh, she's going off to cry. Well, I hope I'm hopeful for that. I think that was a Franken bite. Like, I don't think we saw Leia's face. So, yeah, so I will I'll kind of give her on that one. But regardless, it does seem that she's it is. all. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's a group of the drama women and it never benefits them. Ultimately, I mean, it benefits them as far as like I guess screen time and your maybe your security to get on paradise, et cetera. But it's not going to. But. I will say this, I was watching with my friend Connie, and I was like, listen, is Maria gonna be that, like, that Courtney Robinson villain who wins? I would, like, kind of love it, um, because I also think some of the stuff that's happening is jealousy. You know, she did that, like, sexy costume change, she has been bold, and I think some of the women are, you know, for lack of a better term, jealous, and you know, tensions are high and stuff. But yeah, what do you think about that? I mean, like he is into her, kind of, maybe. He is into her. And, um, you know, I think that I'd like to reserve the right to come out looking naive. Mm-hmm. I'm not apologizing for shit if Maria <laughs> does a heel turn because that don't got shit to do with me. <laughs> I'm watching the show just like everybody else. I am not apologizing for for backing her up um because it, i think it's on all sides everybody's fucked up in the situation yeah 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 yeah. and i think that this show does make you mean cantankerous rude nasty disgusting all of that stuff is i don't think anybody's above it i don't think anybody is above it no some sure. even peter Krause was talking shit <laughs> talking cash shit about brian abasolo <laughs> Meanwhile, what are we, we what are we doing about Brian Abasolo now? Talking shit, right? You know, like listen, hey Peter, were you talking right? about shit? Again. <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. Somebody on to something. <laughs> but um, so so I don't I don't know what to believe really, and I don't know if I like being in that that space where I'm like I don't know I can't trust my eyes I can't trust that like I'm watching every moment of it and I'm like, okay, they showed her saying that, but now they're not showing her face saying that they're just showing B-roll mm-hmm. of people walking. Why are they showing people walking? 
in Malta. This doesn't make any sense. Why are they showing the fireworks? Why can't they show her saying that if they have footage of her face camera in the face right there saying it? Yeah. Like if she's mean, horrible, whatever. And, 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 you know, she deserves all the fire and vitriol for being Mm -hmm. rather bullying to Maria. Let us see it. Then she can take the slings and arrows, which this toxic fan base is going to throw her way. I'm not doing that. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. But, but if not, then it's for nothing. She'll get killed and hated for two, three, four weeks. And then it might come out that it's the opposite, like completely. And we, everybody who was in her DM selling her all types of like horrible shit, you know, where does that go? Yeah. What was the purpose? And then you have ABC sharing their post. Can I steal you for a second? Can we be nice to each other? Do not bully the contestants. If we see that, we'll delete it. Bitch, please. Man, please. Man, please. Y'all brought a racist on, a known racist onto Rachel Lindsay's season. Can we steal you for a second to, to have a chat? Please. Get out of my face. <laughs> it's the truly so like i do feel like we're just being gaslit fucking just second. gaslit everywhere 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 this shit is crazy no and i i'm literally yes, I, and i totally agree i feel like the minute we get to that women tell all they're gonna be like roll the footage and the maria is gonna be like this massive cunt and i'm gonna be like ah! and it's like then it's gonna be what's the chicken or the egg what is the very first thing right right for right, all right, of right, them right, to right, be right gang tackling you every time you come to a room they want to like assault you so yeah i will say just made a post today uh in her story where she basically is like i apologize for my behavior i apologize off camera well even on she actually insinuated that she apologized on camera you know it's the end of the episode so maybe we'll see it next week but uh that she's like obviously a lot of stuff wasn't shown and she just did one of those reminder posts for people to like chill like a lot doesn't shown it and i think that's a great reminder because again we don't know we don't know what leia's saying all the way we don't know what we don't know what maria's saying all the way and we don't know what sydney said all the way so we'll see but uh yeah that's that's the drama for that so i guess we'll get to uh maybe some highlights from the rest of the two episodes that we liked or there's some we had some one-on-one dates we had a group date uh i notable for me was where they made all the women try to catch sausages in their mouth uh that very was very, <laughs> very, very i was like this is a family show abc um i did love that joey uh, was like down to do it uh as well he seems oh, like a team a player point. you know i was gonna say they do this every time with any country that's like in europe or Asia, mm-hmm. why do we have to like essentially do battle for the bachelor in the way that it was done in 1700 <laughs> or in it, or in like 3000 BC? Yeah. It, it makes no sense to me. And yeah. we, not, he was looking good as hell in that, in that, um, that outfit though, like mm-hmm. with, the, with the shirt off, they, he did his push ups. They knew what with it, what they were doing. That was very mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have on your notes as far as like any notable, moments from the dates that we had we had a date with um lexi uh and malta and then one of the kelseys later on and then rachel and i think all three of them were so romantic and sweet and i think we really got to know a lot about the women the only chemistry that i felt was with rachel but Mm. maybe that's because i am biased and i really like rachel it's not that i don't like these other women Mm -hmm. 
I just was not engaged with watching. Uh, I, I, I get uncomfortable with the way that this show has an American idol. Give me your sob story. Yes. Yes. Right moment. Right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. You're on a one-on-one date. You finally got it. Now's the time that you've known him for eight weeks of TV time for you to now tell us mm-hmm. how your parents got divorced and that is supposed to affect your relationship with Joey. Go ahead. Have at it. I'm sorry. My my parents and whatever they have going on has nothing to do with my relationship with the, with the woman that I'm with. So true. Sentient beings outside of what happened to us when we were seven years old and our parents got divorced or like, cause even Joey is not holding. He used the story of his father, you know, coming out and then, you know, we haven't really heard anything about it ever since. Thank God. Yeah, no, true. And I will say, yeah, thank God. I don't, I joked, I've joked before. I was like, what was Joey's trauma? I cannot remember. Oh, was it the fact that he had a gay dad? It's like, I, that was, that was what we were given. And I don't want to label it as a trauma. And I do appreciate that the show has continued to not use it as mm-hmm. a trauma piece for him specifically. But yeah, I, it is, it's always interesting. And I always think about myself, like I have quite a traumatic childhood and upbringing and oh man, would I be a good one on one day? Let me tell you all of it. Uh, but it is, it becomes very transactional. Um, and yeah. I have seen commentary about this season seeming even more so for some, like, it really is like every single woman is like, I have this intense story to tell and I need to like, really lay it out there. And like, I mean, I will say like, when I heard Lexi talking about her endometriosis, I appreciated parts of it because when she talked about how like it was like a stage five, I didn't realize there was like stages to it. Yeah. Um, so I, I appreciated that learning moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, gave us a little insight about how Joey, in my opinion, is so not ready for a serious relationship. I like the man. I've come to like him, but like he he was like, I haven't even had to think about that kind of stuff. And I'm like, Joey, what are we doing? You know what that's the thing with the endo? I I had figured it was endometriosis mm-hmm. before she had said it, right? And I know tons of women that are living with and persevering through their endometriosis battles, right? Mm -hmm. For me, and I don't want to sound flippant about it. I was like, I don't think this is like, you could tell them this isn't that like, this is common. This is common. Mm -hmm. And if you have the right OBGYN and the right plan, you can hopefully, we hope that you will have a success. You'll be able to carry Mm -hmm. and, and have a family. And it's not an impediment to that journey. And then she said it was stage five. And I said, okay, yep. (laughs) I was like, oh, you know, like I I had to take steps backward, Mm -hmm. but I want, I wanted them to sort of like, she, like if she didn't, she should have said it maybe like earlier to us. Because mm-hmm. other than that, it seemed like a transactional thing. I have this thing. I'm and you, they said it in the first episode. Right. I might not be able to, you know, to you know have a a normal birthing plan or yeah. you know, however you want to frame it. I'm not sure. You know, I appreciate. No, I, I like that reframing that you are yes, bringing forgive, to it. And forgive me if I'm re, if I'm framing it incorrectly, but, but yeah. Um, for it to be stage four, that's. That's true. That that's traumatic. I know women; their periods are never ending. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. It really yeah. affects them, like, and they and they can lose their jobs over it. They can, like, it really is quite debilitating. Uh, it's really debilitating. Financially so. as well, you're just spending mm -hmm. so much money because you might be bleeding for mo a month. Yeah, it's you're really stop. So I mean, I, I, you know, Joey handled it well. Of course, as he has been with all these trauma moments of like that doesn't also, affect the it's way. It's also I, that thing know. though. Are you psych? You're not psychotic, so you're going to handle these situations. Even Ari would handle these situations. Okay. <laughs> I know. I and I agree. I think I just feel like he's saying a little bit nicer things, but I agree. Yeah, ultimately, I think only like Juan Pablo. You, you touch and go. You don't know. <laughs> Juan Pablo would like if they made Yosef the Bachelor. <laughs> Find a mother, you know, it's like for the for Joseph's daughter, oh God, but so like everybody else, they're probably gonna give you the right answer here, even yeah. in yeah, the, the worst of the worst, even I don't know, Peter. Yeah, yeah, I was like, he would probably not handle it quite well either, but like not in a bad way, he just would be like, oh, that's rough to hear, you know. <laughs> they find like a way to like eliminate you two episodes later, you know, so it doesn't seem like it's. Is that? Is that? Know? Yeah, it's yeah. That. You get the you get the rose, but oh my God. Um, you might not get the rose two week two episodes later. Now, Kelsey is somebody who uh, this particular Kelsey, I forget what her last initial is. Um, a because Kelsey, Kelsey T is the black one. Thank you. Yes, who is um the you black know, queen? Yeah, I love her, and I rightly so uh, respect the fact that she is starting to freak out. Um, yeah. You know, unfortunately, like if you don't get a date in the next week, it's not looking good for you. And I, I yeah. respect you don't want to be the person in sixth place that has never had a one on one and people are having their third one on one. No, it's so true. Yeah, they, but, they all, that's the one person. Mm -hmm. And I respect that she's but I mean, also, actually, I would respect it even if she did bring it up to him. But I I enjoyed that she also took her time with him later on just to like have a conversation with him and things like that. So into her, he was yeah. like, listen, I need to validate you right now. Mm -hmm. There's not, there's no problems. You're we, fine. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're going to have a one-on-one. Yeah. I just have to get all these other things out of the way. Um, I will Here's say like, <laughs> exactly. I agree that like, I saw so much chemistry with him and Rachel. I saw a really like sexual chemistry with him and that Kelsey. And mm -hmm. I, in a way that I was like, I'm such a bad person, but I was just like, oh my God, they're so beautiful together. Like I want to see them like make babies. And, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, her trauma is that her mother died of cancer, wow. um, that really progressed very quickly. And I was, I, uh, related to that because that's, uh, how it was with my parents oh. and, um, yeah, it's rough. I mean, but it was a beautiful moment too of how she just like was like, I feel like I'm living in my mom's legacy. And my dad said I'm I'm living I that his that she the mother would have done something like this. And I thought that was kind of a cute little thing. Um and then what a beautiful way to like honor yeah the the memory of your parents, even with the golden bachelor. A lot of those women had lost their spouse and they got a, a chance to honor sometimes the father of their children, mm -hmm. um, a, a, a husband that they had a beautiful relationship with. That's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Like those positive, like mm -hmm. moments to the dark sides to them, you know, and that's, I mean, that's what you can hope for is that you um, have, you know, yeah, grown, you know, from the, the trauma that we experienced. And then Rachel's conversation was interesting because hers wasn't really a trauma. It was talking about her job as an ICU nurse and how much she loves it and how that has, you know, been a factor in how she dates. She didn't necessarily, I mean, she definitely worded it that men had, you know, previously maybe had some problems with it, but she also kind of was talking in general terms too. Like it's hard for nurses in general. And I thought that was really beautiful. And he seemed so into her. You're so right. 
He's like, really into her. Mm -hmm. They chose the perfect date to like really hone in on that chemistry with the flamenco dancing. They were like locked in on each other eye to eye. Even if they were like four people in between them, they were like just looking at each other. Mm -hmm. um, that was that was really something, mm -hmm. really something. They got over their fear, you know, of of having to perform that. Not no, no both of them not being dancers. <laughs> so Love it. Yeah. So, Thank you. I, and I think they look gorgeous together. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, just you know, natural beauty. Mm -hmm. So she's true. Got, she's got a gray head on her shoulders. Um, she's also sort of uh, virtue signaling that. I'm going to stay in my job. So um, you need mm -hmm. to figure it out. I'm not going off to do SponCon. Mm -hmm. I might do sponsored content here and there if we get big, but I'm going to continue to be a nurse because this is my life. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Usually people stop everything that they've ever done. You know, if I'm a PhD chemist, I that, I guess it's over for that shit. If I win, if, you know, if I become the bachelor's fiance, it's mm -hmm. over for that. Never setting foot into a lab ever again. I'm going to be making charcuterie boards and baking and going and eating, you know, at every diner and dive. Shout out to Matt and Rachel. I actually really like their content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've kind of come around on her a little bit um, because I do actually think she did the work. Like it's I I how could I don't, you, we didn't see it, but I yeah, think she did it. But yeah, it's like she kind of did a little, and then she kind of didn't. And I think I I feel like she might have actually had some really good people sit down with her and really yeah. tell her like show this part, but then maybe keep some of this private. Like for better or for worse, I think I'm not the person to say whether she should have shown all of her work or not. But um, I know that sometimes it's like it's a really about if you really are about it, like do it. Like, yeah. don't, you know, what, don't make a podcast about it. Like, do it. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, the fact that they're still together and just, I mean, it's. You think it's rumored that they're not together two days later. Hey, y'all. thought y'all. I know y'all thought that y'all had killed a real bitch, but I'm back. Like, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I really, I know. It's like, what is, I don't even, I just truly don't know. But I, you got to love to see it. Um, so, yeah, I oh, agree. What? I love the dresses on this episode. Mm, um, and a great dress. Uh, Jen had a yellow satin dress <gasps> with a deep, deep split. That split was going into infinity. Um, did you, hold on, Rebecca, did you see that she made a reference to Kate Hudson and 10, 10 ways to lose a girl or 10, lose a guy or what? You know what that is? 10. I've seen the commercials for that movie, but I honestly chose not to watch a Kate Hudson. I, I was, she became the darling and I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, so I, no, I just yeah. said, no, it's like, <laughs> it's like how they tried to force Catherine Heigl on us after she got fired from Grey's, or like Grey's Anatomy for whatever stupid reason. How do you leave Grey's Anatomy? That's like a lot of my, it's a cash cow syndicated. Yeah. Uh, Sydney had a really, really nice one-on-one, -on -one, her dress for the one-on-one. -on -one, mm -hmm. Very nice. Um, she was still wretched. But very nice dress. <laughs> um, and and overall, the the women have been serving looks. I love this for. I love this. I mean, there is this like that like baggy jeans aesthetic, like the baggy jeans, clunky <sighs> coat. Um, the 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 coats that like they're stealing all of the the three X coats from you know women that could use them. 
and uh, you know, these clunky sneakers. I'm not, I don't get it, but whatever. I'm not, you know, I'm a coastal elite, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so fucking TikTok. It's taking me out. Like they're, I, it really takes me out of the moment. Like I'm seeing like six of them on a group date, all wearing that same wash of jean, Yeah, same like, do we fit. support our food anymore? No, it's just, uh, just like, oh my god, the same type of weird top, and and then like I then like Sydney and one of the other women like shared this weird like. top that kind of looks like camo-y but not really and it has like see-through mesh parts but not and it's like very taylor swift bringing it back and it's this weird 90s aesthetic that i or not even probably like early 2000s and uh i don't know it's like it can look good on an influencer sometimes but it's just like to see it in motion i'm like i don't <laughs> that's always the thing with influencer stuff is you just see a photo you see a glimpse and moment and then you see it in action you're like i don't really know if i like any of this But yeah, I think the fashion has been pretty decent. Uh, there was uh, the woman who's named Autumn. Yeah, that's the other blonde. Uh, her dress was horrific. It was this like glittery rainbow, like vomit thing with feathers on it. And I was just like, feel bad for her though like she goes home <laughs> but the drama stays Edwina Edwina yeah. goes home but you're keeping women that, that have no shot no shot and granted maybe Edwina had no shot but this is like this is criminal and you can see Joey like saying the names and it's painting him because and he's always like the women that are going home I hate myself for doing this. I hate the production for doing this. That's what's dot. That's what's being said underneath the lines. But I got to keep the drama. So here we are. All right, first rose goes to. <laughs> mm -hmm. he literally it's you can like see it on his face so rough it's like oh my god buddy and then i you know yeah and medina was like when she had her brief moment with him she was like she somehow she was like I needed to, she told him like her little story and then she's like, I just needed to say that in case I go home or something. And then he
This is a, a question. I want to put a poll out there, but mm. this is about someone's life. So I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that going on the, that becoming the bachelor was the worst thing that had ever happened to Colton? And yeah. oh, sorry, Clayton, <laughs> uh, thank God. I'm just kidding. No, um, I know. <laughs> that was like the, cause look at all that sort of happened and yeah. he's kind of become like a caricature of himself. He's doing all these weird dances and, you know, kind yeah. of appropriating black culture, but you know, because he's a goofy big. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that he's like harmless, you know, like I think he's like a nice enough man. And I, you know, I think he like, isn't like a piece of shit. He, he was a slut. He was not ready for the situation. He was not ready for it. And they just like, just used him. And I, I think I, in some ways, I think it was like the worst thing that for sure could happen to him because he's just. Scandal. It, yeah. I haven't seen rays of sunshine for him after becoming the bachelor in a long time. No. And, and like, so yeah. And then Susie's now like, you know, in this like super relationship with Justin and it's like, it's really kind of just like buddy, buddy and you're in Scottsdale and you're making the weird dance videos and you're trying to sell property. It's just like, it's not, it's not working. And, uh, I don't think he was strong enough for it. And I, and I think he's been open about that a little bit. He's like, it's really did fuck with his mental health. And for that, I feel for him greatly, yeah, totally but it's ready. like, it's yeah. So I, so I think you're right. Like, I think it just was not, some people just can't whatever. And I think in the beginning of this season, I was worried for Joey, like all these promo, every time he was like on camera prior to like us watching the season, I was like, he looks so terrified in his eyes. Like, what did they do to this man? And currently I don't know. Like, I'm wondering to see like what happens to him. Like right now I'm like living for it, but I, me and my friends are talking about it. It's like, he hasn't really made like, he hasn't like, you know, sent someone home. He hasn't like, you know, put his foot down or any kind of way and for that i like him i'm like oof, this is like the opposite of zach i'm feeling it but then um i do i worried like what what do they do to him what's gonna happen like what is going to happen it's it's worrisome i think i'm pretty sure some women are gonna go home on him mm. that he's mm. really sold on and that's when it's gonna start to spiral mm. so true yeah I wonder. Yeah, I mean, they had that whole, yeah, it, look, it does something dramatic happens for sure. Oh, goodness. But uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much the episode. Um, unless you have any other major things you want to bring up. Let me look at um, no, no, no. <laughs> um, I, we, we've been gaslit. We've been um, <laughs> we've been led down some sort of path. Um, we have no idea what's going on. The but it's very entertaining. Um, every time I think I have no energy to watch this show, I I do, and I'm glad that. So I think that I'm gonna have to begin watching the first part of the these seasons differently because I can predict the dates that are gonna happen the bullshit the the people can i steal you for a second for the fourth time um like i can predict all of that stuff and it doesn't make it um a good watch mm -hmm. but now i think we're in the really sweet spot of the season where it is a good watch mm -hmm. but I, I you know i want to be i love watching people on first dates and that's why or like watching people interact and you can tell they're on a first date and um, sometimes you can like look over at the table and you're like, oh, that's going well. Or you're like, oh, he on his phone. He don't give a fuck what's going on. He's, <laughs> he's swiping. <laughs> he's double tapping on Instagram. He don't give a shit about what's going on. He's going to pay for the day and leave. 
So I I think that, you know, it, it's been a struggle to like try to recapture the love of the show. Mm-hmm. They they are very much ahead of their skis because they really enjoyed the success of the Golden Bachelor. Yeah. And they're going, they're falling into the same formulas that they did before. Mm-hmm. Whichever new producers are here are falling into, all right, every episode cold open. I don't need that. You're not the walking dead. You're not, you're not SVU. You're not any sort of dramatic television show <laughs> seriously to where there's some like big reveal. No, give me that. I want to see him crying at the end of the season when he's crying at the end of the season. I don't want to see it every five seconds. We know it's going and somebody's going to get their heart broken. Let it happen. <laughs> Stop trying to take yourself seriously. It is a goofy show. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see more goofy. I remember there was like one season they were showing like, the beginning of the episodes where like the lead was like selfieing them in their bedroom yeah. doing silly shit. Like that could be like a good way y'all to not, come y'all are not this is us. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, I'm screaming as for you. <laughs> no, seriously. There is a crime that's happening currently on our season. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Um yeah, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. And yeah, I, I, I relate to you as far as like, you know, I've been covering the show for a long time. And in this time, I've definitely grown to see it in a different way and see the the game of it all and see Very critical lens. Yeah, critical lens. And it like in some ways has, you know, ruined parts of it for me, for sure, for sure. And then um, I just like I can hold on to moments where it reminds me of why I really like came came for this and you know Michelle season is a great example for that I was so hooked on Michelle season the romance was so good for me I didn't know who she was genuinely gonna pick I thought all four contestants would have been great obviously later on I was like huh on some of it but (laughs) yep but but you know at the time I was like oh this is what I came for and uh so in some ways I'm kind of I'm seeing that parts in Joey's and I and I appreciated that and I really loved the Golden Bachelor for that same reason so I think um <clears throat> yeah it's just it's a it's a constant struggle to find the parts that you can still relate to and like but there's something interesting about watching a show where these women say that they've become friends they seem to be quote unquote friends outside of the show mm-hmm. they're dating the same person they're like having to be happy for someone getting a date card for someone that you were just with leg wrap, whatever the night before. And then for me, as I sit in my home and spend time with my person, right? A lot of time. It is very interesting to see that some of these relationships actually do make it. They don't spend a lot of time together. Mm -mm. They don't even get a chance to annoy each other. They don't know how each other is living. They, they like they're they leave this show. They don't even have a phone number. They can't text them. They gotta like, oh, what's your number? This is odd. This is an odd experiment. Mm-hmm. And if you are go to like, you know, if you are on a group date and you've got 15 minutes with the person, and that's the interaction that you've had for four days, because you were flying and in cameras all over the place. Cameras, yeah. And- Yes. And you're involved in petty drama with someone else. How do any of these relationships really work? I don't know. They don't spend any time together. And that's where, like, I really struggle with the show. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
when you do see things, when you do see the, you know, the guy pick um, his second choice and then they get married, that, that I think is for real. No, I know. Yeah. Divorcing them, they're not divorcing them second choice women. Cause those were, were really the first choice. They just weren't brave enough to make that choice. Exactly. Like Jason wasn't brave enough to choose, uh, to choose Molly. Yeah. Ari wasn't brave enough to not choose Becca. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is so fascinating to me because so often or not the men choose the wrong choice also just in general, whether, yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, maybe the second choice was the one, you know, I don't know. And it's, 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 so we always say like, oh, there's a better track record with the bachelorettes because there is, they're better at doing that critical analysis of like, I'm, you know, for example, Charity, now I'm seeing it. Like Joey has Riz, clearly that's why he made it to the second like mm -hmm. place, but she had the wherewithal to know that yeah, Dotton that was, Dotton, you know. This is the love of my damn life. Exactly. So. I can't walk away from this, yeah. You know, um, yeah, so that, but yeah, it's just, it's fascinating. And I agree that there, it's hard sometimes to, to, to take that, uh, to take it at whole face value for sure. But um, even thinking about Pilot Pete, right? Mm -hmm. He's going through this whole metamorphosis that people are seeing how, great of a how smart he is all this other stuff with uh traders, traders yeah he revealed on traders that he was looking up his the the women mm -hmm. and he still ran through about five to seven of <laughs> after the season jump doubling back to um what was her name um kelly yeah doubling back to kelly who he had met previously what the fuck had the golden opportunity, dated all these people. You didn't look and see that Victoria Fuller had dated the country music star. That <laughs> oh <laughs> she dated goodness. Chase Young or whatever the guy's name was. Chase, Chase Rice, Rice or whoever. Yeah, Chase Rice, yeah. Crazy. Oh Unreal. Unreal. So, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, the picker is off. Yeah. <laughs> the picker is off. I know, and I, I it's just hard to say. It's hard to say. And then, you, like I said, we bring in the Colton of it all and him choosing, mm -hmm. you know, like trying he to. in love with Maddie. Yeah. And it's Went to her house. His mom is talking about bring her home. What a wild ride. This is crazy. And he got the bachelor because he had sex in a windmill. Four times, baby. And still had condoms in his car. Mm -hmm. Like still had condoms in the Mercedes. Anyway, mm. very, very serious about marriage, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is your bachelor. Very serious about getting married. Ah, oh, I know. What is he, 25 years old? Exactly. Like, are you fuck out of here. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm just like, oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm having a good time. But listen, it's not going to. Is not gonna happen, and that's okay. It's not even a shame on Joey. It's just like, listen. No. <laughs> I, I hope you know what I always hope for these these bachelors and these bachelorettes. Go on the show, pick your person, protect them as much as you can, ride off into the sunset, mm -hmm. and never see this show again. Mm -hmm. Get your babe and get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what you got to do. That's why it's also like, you know, when you ask me, oh, you know, are you going to do like, you ever think about doing ultimatum? ultimatum? Think about how crazy you'd have to be to inject producers into your relationship. They're going to produce your relationship. 
<laughs> no, it's so true. And you fall victim to it. Because when I interviewed Tiff, they mm -hmm. talked about how they were they were scouted and mm -hmm. Tiff said no, like absolutely mm -hmm. not. And then later there we are, we're having a low point. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of were coming back up with Mildred. And then they're just like, you know what, fuck it, let's roll the dice. And then, you know, somebody who Tiff is a very smart person still ended up just like falling into the the trap of it all, you know, and it's that's so, yeah, you just you, even if you think you're going to go in there and you're like, I can do this and I can protect my relationship. It's like it you have to just hope for the fucking best. So I came around to Mal uh, to uh, to uh, Yoli. I yes. came around to Yoli. Yeah, I listened to an interview that she did. And it was mm. like I was like, there's no reason for her to lie about this. stuff. Yeah. At this point, like, there's no reason at this point for her to lie. She was so transparent. She was like, I was in love with Xander. That's because when I found out about the premise of the show, we didn't really know it. Mal knew some producers and uh, Mal is now incorporated into the show structure. Mm -hmm. Probably maybe going to host the show, if you will. Um, very smart move for her, but it tanked her relationship. I don't mm -hmm. think she really cared. Um, but she was saying like, we didn't know what we were getting into. Mm -mm. And then we got into it. And then I was fully immersed in the concept mm -hmm. of the show yeah. because that's what I was told to do. Yeah. Meanwhile, everybody else is like, oh, you sleeping on the couch. I'm sleeping in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. This is just be roommates, right? Whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, um, very odd, very interesting. I would watch that season four million times over. No, it's so true. Yeah. Even of the ultimatum, tremendous. It was, it was such a good idea. I remember being so mad about it and then being like, oh, they get the queers, get the messy one. And I was like, no, it's made for them. It's made mm -hmm. for it. It's like all so of the perfect. therapy language that they were oh, throwing at each other. Perfect. It was perfect. And yeah, I, I think that was so beautiful to see how certain people, yeah, did that. Like, no, we're actually going to still keep it separate. But then Goli, Xander, and a couple of people were like, no, I'll actually like play, I'll play the game. Like, it's, yeah, let's play the game. Um, so it's just truly. It's yeah, it's a thing to see. So we'll see how it all plays out for our boy Joseph Biden. I mean Joey. Joe Joe jo Byron, as I call him. <laughs> Joe Byron. <laughs> I do not call him Joe Biden. I call him Joe Byron. But uh <laughs> Joseph, whatever his last name is, um, you know, soon to be Democratic candidate. For whatever, <laughs> we're gonna make everybody piss. He's got my fucking vote, baby. He's got my vote. They're gonna be waving them pitchforks. My lord, mm, mm, it's so fucking. It's so juicy, and like I get it. I hate Biden. I hate all of it. Do not get me wrong, but like it's just such justice for me as who's been in the trenches fighting against these fucking maga assholes for so long. It's just like uh, amen. Joey, thank you. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Monique. I, this has been such a good conversation and uh, I always love chatting with you. Thank you. Yeah, I'd be in your DMs heavy. You <laughs> crack me up. I'm, I'm in the lab and I'm screaming. <laughs> screaming. Don't, like if you have a photo, I know you're going to zoom in in the next one. But <laughs> like, you're going to zoom in on. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that that was there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, been on the lanyard that wasn't there for that rally that that person that like convention that that person went to i was like oh my god they photoshopped that out i didn't even notice it's crazy insane. Insane. Mm. insane i love looking for the details it's being, um it's being fake ashamed of like who you really are at the core for me <laughs> oh. like they're never gonna know of course they know stupid
it's honestly so poetic though because like yeah Trump is fake so it's like it all it all works like it, I'm like you know what they have no moral backing these it, it all it all goes together um so where can people follow you obviously go check out Rose Noir on all streaming platforms and on Instagram I'll link of course in all of the uh, notes as usual but uh yeah I tell am us you know I am chem doctor one K E M D O C T O R. I was about to spell it wrong because that's life. Uh, the and the number one on Instagram and um yeah, follow me if you want to see like cool little videos that we do. Some like you know virtual labs for for kids. Um, I'm a part of a group of women that a group of black chemists. Um, and female scientists that do um, outreach for children. So um, that's really the, that, you know, that really puts life into perspective. We get to see these kids every year growing up yeah. in front of our eyes. And it's just a pleasure. They, they, uh, they really touch our souls. So that's, that's that. what life is about for me. I love that women in STEM. No, and it's really great. I mean, yeah, you see children are such like sponges in that way. And they really are affected in such great positive ways when you, Yeah. I did a birthday. I did a birthday party for like a friend of mine for their their kid, and it was like thirty kids in there, and it was myself and my other like black you know chemist friend, and we were running some experiments for them, and it was just, it was probably the highlight of my year so far, and like like it just it lifted me up. Like the moment I got there, I was like I left my lab coat, and they're like, "Hi, Monique, how you doing?" Are you ready for the part? I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't even, I was like, I'm just so like excited. Like I left my lab coat at home. I apologize. They're like, they're like, relax. I was like, I really just want to do well for the kids. I really want this to be special. So, um, you know, I, I think it also helps me to, it inspires me to like run through the wall for everything else in my life. Mm. And there was a time when I think that I, I didn't have that temerity and tenacity and to get it And it and it's really a force for good is is really special. So thank you for giving me the opportunity oh to um to say that as well. Um, but yeah, you, follow us. You have to because I feel like we just we talked about this before. Like it just we get so run down in these little spaces, but it's mm -hmm. like it's also supposed to be part of us. That's like a creative element to us. But mm -hmm. then to have something that we also have in other parts of our life that bring us like such enrichment and joy is so important. You have to hold on to that. Uh, and it also like feeds into how we talk about these kinds of shows and things. And I think Yeah. it's all connected. It's not, it doesn't have to be exclusion, you know? Not at all. And, you know, the last thing I'll say is like, listen, life is too short. Love on the people that you love. And, you know, if it's people that you don't love, just walk the other way. It is what it is. Like, seriously, walk the other direction and pay them dust. They're going to go kicking and screaming and pulling down them curtains like that white lady in that meme where she was pulling the curtains down, looking out the looking out the window. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but you just got to move on. Life is way too short. You get heartburn. You start getting ulcers. We're not doing that. Um, it's over for that. Okay, so you heard that, Sydney and Leah and Maria and Oh, Nina but, well, they're going to they're going to be pulling down the curtains. <laughs> oh, look. hopefully you heard that loud and clear. Thanks for listening, friends. No, oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate of course. it. Please come back anytime. Um, I hope. and we will definitely have you on if we get a queer version of this fucking show. Let's go. Um, y'all, thank you so much for being here. As always, you make my life.
so full and I really love that I still get to do this so many years later and I appreciate you guys very much. I don't think I get to say that enough. I just really do. I love you. I love you in the DMs. I love you listening. I love when you randomly see me in town. It's just, it, it's great. So thank you again. And with that, stay soft. Yes. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following the podcast on all of the social media platforms. On Instagram and TikTok, it is at DateCardPod. On Twitter, it's at DateCardPodcast. And you can email me at DateCardThePodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is hosted and produced by myself, Jenna Vesper. And you can find me on at Jenna with a smile on Instagram and check out all my other fun projects I have. Thank you so much to Michaela Jane for our amazing artwork and find her at MichaelaJane.com. And a huge thank you to Jed Overly for our theme music. You can find him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you share it with a friend, share it with your boss, share it with your mom, maybe an enemy. I don't really care as long as you share it. Okay. And maybe leave a review. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hello and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.